Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. I do not keep a diary of daily activities, but if I did, yesterday would have looked something like this. 7 a.m., morning bike ride with Anthony. 9.30, coffee with colleague Nancy to discuss MFA program. 10.30, wrote slowdown episodes. 12 p.m., met with Arborist about the dying tree out front. 1 p.m., Zoomed with a graduate student. 1.30, ate quick snack before piano lesson. 2 p.m., piano lesson. 3 p.m., answered work emails. 4 p.m., dropped off dry cleaning and shopped for dinner. 5 p.m., attended board finance meeting. 6 p.m., prepared dinner. 7 p.m., read a bunch of literary journals. 8.30 p.m., wrote slowdown episode. My life is a constant stream of deadlines such that I am forever trying to fit in what I love most, writing poetry. When I worked in the corporate finance office of a popular clothing retail store, I worked a regular nine to five. Back then, my life was more structured and poetry bookended my days. I arose in the dark of morning and scribbled opening lines that would unfold into a larger piece. Light spread across the sky, and only birdsong could be heard. I wrote on yellow lined pads, or in one of those precious leather-bound journals purchased ceremonially from Barnes & Noble that I never filled. I wouldn't move until the draft was done and often had to rush to shower, scarf down a bagel, and sprint to the subway to begin my day job on time. In front of a copier machine, after filing financial reports, and on the way to meetings, I'd recite its words to myself between work assignments. Later, arriving home after dinner, before meeting up with friends at a local bar, I returned to the poem to fiddle some more with its lines. That daily routine suited my need for order. It isolated writing as a private monastic activity. I miss those days. When did writing poetry become something that I fit in? Trust me, I find meaning in all of my activities, work-related or domestic. But only one satiates this ongoing spirit of becoming, which is what creating is about. In that solitude with each poem I wrote, I saw myself more clearly. And that's the problem with the busy life. We tend not to see ourselves through the dense stream of tasks and responsibilities. I dream of a future where I am released of time, one without hurried deadlines, 
one where ambition and consuming work do not blur what makes me distinctive, nor blur what's really important to me. Today's poem cleverly identifies a contrasting symbol of self-possession, one of stillness worthy of imitation. The Statues and Us by Giannis Ritsos, translated by Martin McKenzie. The statues are so calm. The ravages of time don't concern them. There go their hands, their feet, their head, but they persevere in their original uprightness. Even flat on their backs, they smile. Or face down in the mud, they turn their backs on us. And on time as if surrendering themselves to some infinite act of lovemaking, while we look on unaccountably tired and depressed. Later, we go back to our shabby hotel, draw the blinds against the afternoon glare, and sprawl naked on the lumpy bed, emulating the placid immobility of the statues. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.